0: Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. Growing up, my mother was very slim, yet she always had cellulite. And I remember as a child kind of looking at her legs and just thinking, okay, I think that's what legs look like, right? Like they're kind of lumpy and, you know. And then as you get older, you learn about how horrific it is to be lumpy and how insane our society is, and then you start to cover up. So I inherited those legs. I have a lot of cellulite. I've been self-conscious for years, but luckily the last few years I've been like, "F that." I'm wearing the shorts. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was wearing these short shorts yesterday, and a crop top. And my daughter looked at me. She goes, "And I'm a size 12." And my daughter looked at me. She goes, "Mom, you're." That looks good. Wow! What you're wearing? Something that I would wear. She's 18. I said, "I know," because I'm just it's what I want to wear, and I'm going to wear it. So that Mm -hmm. wonderful yes was from our fantastic guest, Valerie Scott. And the reason I'm talking about this is very long opening is we are talking about the hashtag wear the damn shorts campaign. And more than that, we're talking about Val and her own story. Uh, Val is constantly varied gears, content manager and product manager. She's Massachusetts based. Oh my God, we got to get together. Mm. Uh, Passionate about fitness and body neutrality. Hi, Val. Hi, hello. Very excited to
1: be here. So nice to meet you, Lisa.
0: Oh, it's so great to have you on. I was so excited when I got this
1: pitch. Uh, you know, I like you. I think we we all kind of share that experience. People growing up, what we were exposed to, the language we heard from the people in our lives about their bodies, about our own bodies, about the expectations of what we were supposed to look like um, and what what those perceptions of our bodies meant to other people and kind of how that puts us in our, our place in the world. And I think this idea, right, that you can be fat and healthy or, you know, Fitness doesn't look one way and you can be thin and unhealthy, um, has been around. But I think it's it's so interesting to me to see how generations now we've we've had this kind of concept for years and years and years. But it takes a lot of work to really retrain your brain um, and to be comfortable and to not stop yourself um, and to choose. You know, it, it's it's more about it's not about wearing the shorts. It's not never just about the shorts and it, it never was. It never will. Um, And it's about, you know, living in your authenticity and and being comfortable in yourself. And as as an extension, kind of what happens um, when we stop holding our back ourselves back from these things. And I think that's um, that's really where the, the important the important part of the message really lies for me. So, yeah, wear the name shorts, but, you know, let that translate through your life. See, I think that's so great. You know, in the, I think it was
0: early 2000s, maybe 2005 or so, there was this show called The Revolution and it was on ABC and I loved him, Gun. I would, ne- I mean, I've interviewed him. He's fantastic. I would never say a bad word about him. But he was on this show and there was like a, a you know, a bunch of different people and it was so, so, sort of like a health kind of focus show. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had this woman who was, I'm mean, quote, quote, overweight because the BMI is bullshit. And if you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about, we go back that. and we listen to some of the interviews I've done. And they took this overweight woman and they were like, when you lose weight, we're going to give you these beautiful clothes. And I'm thinking, that's horrible. Like, why not just let her have beautiful clothes now? And if she chooses, that's again, I'm not telling people not to lose weight. That's their choice, right? That's the other thing, too. I don't want to be like, oh, if you you can't, you know, come here, it's it's up to you. But let's just have the information, right? Yes, 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 yes. So but I thought that's so crappy. So you're supposed to look like a schlub. And then you get rewarded with nice clothes.
1: I thought that was terrible.
0: And again, I'm sure that wasn't Tim Gunn's decision. I love Tim Gunn. I'm just saying it was just, it just was part of the paradigm, right? It, it and, is.
1: Absolutely. It's so indicative yeah. of kind of how how we think about something. Once I lose these 15 pounds, once I'm into this body, once I'm a size four, then I can have these things. Everything is going to be greener on the other side. <laughs> once I get past this threshold, which I think is for me, what I've noticed is less the problem if you want to lose weight Um, you know, that's great. But I, I, I question people or I challenge people to assess why it is that you have this ideal. Where did this number come from? You know, when you're thinking of your goals and setting your goals, when you're thinking of and setting your goals, what what's driving those decisions? What's motivating that? Are you considering yourself, your own body? What's right for you? What's sustainable and healthy for you as you set those goals? Or do you have this kind of barbie doll or you know this ideal i think this body that doesn't exist i think that is a uh, very hard to combat as we see all these images these photoshopped images um of people and these ideals that we're trying to create that don't exist so that is where i i kind of stop and, and sit and think i'm like okay well why do we want these things what does that really mean and why do we have to hold ourselves away from these things that we want until we get to that point, until we lose the 20 pounds, until we get to this size four.
0: Right. And and that's the thing, like, that's why I've been focusing the show more on more on what is health, right? And, you know, people say, well, oh, I have to lose that 20 pounds to be healthy. And it's like, no, let's get your blood work. Let's check your EKG. Let's do all this stuff. No, actually, you don't. So Mm -hmm. what? So then what? Right. And the sad thing in our society, and I had a great show on this with Dr. Carla on thin privilege, you should definitely not
1: leave now, of course, but go back and listen to it. (laughs) I think it is so important to recognize that this virtue signaling and this concern about another person's health, I think it's just masking, you know, something else, a a larger, you know, societal, you know, problem. Um, I just think it is, it's so boring, (laughs) you know, Um, number one. I think we do need to challenge the the science is out there. The data is out there that we know that a person can be healthy and not look, you know, have, have a six pack or have a, a very, very lean body mass or what we consider to be, you know, a fit body, right? We already know that is the case. So why are we still pretending that that, that you can take the snapshot of a person and think that you know what their routine and activity level looks like? You can't. And why, why, I also want to preface this entire conversation with no body, right? This goes back to the thin bodies can be unhealthy, but very rarely are we policing the thin bodies and their habits, right? Which is That's like the larger, the like, this is, this is a load of crap. <laughs> You're not really <laughs> concerned with somebody's health. You're just trying to, you know, in certain places that you don't need to be. So I also want to say like, Fat people, plus size bodies, larger bodies, soft bodies don't owe you anything. They don't owe you an explanation about what they're doing or how their lifestyle is. While I encourage and hope and and want everybody to choose a lifestyle that is healthy for them, if you want to, you know what it always comes down to, you choose what's right for you. Yeah. And so I think that we need to drop this, well, what about your health conversation? Because if you were concerned about my health, well, what about my mental health? You're coming on here and coming onto people's pages or, you know, coming to people and tearing them down and saying really nasty things. Why isn't their mental health and their mental well-being part of that conversation? Why do you think that you can take the snapshot that you've seen of a stranger and make a comment on their lives? I don't think that's a – I just – I'm so, you know, you get – you get real fired up when you, you see other kind of people doing that. Oh, it's um, horrible. And it's really just about like, you know, mind. what is this person in existing and enjoy? How does that really affect you negatively? You know, let them do what they need to do. Um, but then, you know, I always kind of come back to a larger conversation of a lot of the reasons that young people stop doing things like sports and activities that they enjoy. And I think this also is 100% true for adults. We carry this into our adult life is that we stop doing these things because we are fearful of judgment. We're fearful of being bad. We're fearful of what somebody's going to say. Um, and it always goes back to like, what does my body look like in this uniform? What does my body look like if I'm not posed or I'm not perfect? These folds in my skin or my body in motion and what that might look like on a softer body. And that we are so used to only seeing this uh, level of, of activity at least shown on harder bodies. So it's really the, the motion of it all. I think that is... Um, really daunting for people just to kind of be vulnerable in that way. But that's all always comes down to like living in your home, living in your body and, and feeling safe enough to do so.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, because I was and people have listened to the show know this. I was, I was skinny, but like, in the 80s, skinny, where skinny wasn't a big, like, like, grossly skinny, where people are like, Are you sick? What's wrong with you? And then being picked last and then being unathletic. And that affected my ability to ever want to do mm-hmm. anything active for a very long time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's important to acknowledge that body image issues affect everyone. And while I'm sure that you had, um, and I acknowledge that I have, I am in I am in a plus-size body. I'm in a soft body, but I am in an, what's considered to be, a, in a lot of ways, an acceptable fat body. Um, I am also a person who is visibly active and fit. So that also makes me acceptable to more people, which, again nobody owes you anything. Um, But, but body image does affect everybody where we're, you know, how, how we're perceived in the world is going to, you know, influence our experiences. But that's not to say that any single person in their body did not experience body and does not experience body image issues. Um, And I think what is valuable in that conversation is that everybody can benefit from just the freedom just the freedom of exploring that, and I think what you what you've highlighted with your story is kind of what ultimately, um, you know, I have this strong want for people to not be denying themselves joy, right? And that's really what we find. That's what we really find attractive. That's what we really find beautiful in people is that this person is experiencing joy and has freedom and is trusting in themselves, um, and that really comes from having the space and the safety to do that. And it's very hard to kind of step out there and be vulnerable. Um, but it's a, a really amazing, beautiful thing can happen when you kind of step out of your comfort zone. That's where growth happens. Um, and I think, you know, like you said, you could have been doing something that you loved. Um, and I think that is when I started. Let um, me take a little back here. Um, I've always kind of been athletic. I've liked to be sporty. I was the girl that, like, had to, you know, when the teacher says, Hey, wh- where's a strong boy? You know, I need a strong boy to help me move this thing or do that thing. I was like, Top of the line. Who needs a boy? who says, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that was, that was always my attitude. Um, I, I feel like I got that from my father. My father has all daughters, but kind of raise us as there's no reason that we can't, you know, there's no boy, girl, boy, things, girl, things, girls should be soft or, or anything like that. You know what I mean? We were encouraged to be strong and loud and 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 fearsome and I, I appreciate that from my parents. Um but so in in sports and in, in strength I found a lot of um I found a lot of value in that. I, I thought that was kind of cool to really early on like see what I could do. And I also in reflection, right, at the time like th- placed value in that because like I offered value because I was strong. Right. So I, like I had this place in, in the world. I could do cool things with my body. Um, And so as you grow up and you go to different things and you try different things, I, I found, you know, I still, I still struggled. I, I, I've never been thin. I've always been in a plus body. I've always been larger or taller. I've been different in so many ways. Um, And so that was how I connected with my body. That was how I, how I found beauty in my body. Um, And some people don't have that or weren't encouraged to do that or didn't feel safe enough to do that. I was I was in sports where I was in cheerleading, which you got to show your body <laughs> as part of it. I played volleyball. You're in shorts, um, you know, in a tank top. So also a lot of, in a lot of ways, I really, that's the agreement I made with myself. And that's the agreement that I'm asking other people to make is like, okay, I'm scared of this thing. I don't want to do this. I'm not comfortable necessarily showing my legs or wearing these shorts. Or if I had a choice, I might, I would probably choose to cover up, but am I going to, Drop off the team? Am I not going to get in the game because I'm afraid to do that? I'm on the starting line. <laughs> I'm going to be afraid to wear That's shorts. Amazing, you know. Um, and same thing, you know, for for cheer for cheer and dance. You're in the front row. Um, am I going to drop off the team because I don't want people to see me? This is um, this is a performance. I showed up for people to see me. Um, and I think, and as a person, I think I I enjoy being seen. I like to perform. I like to you know. Get suited up for game day, and so that is—that's that little agreement that you make with yourself. Like, okay, I'm scared to do this thing. I am out of my comfort zone, but you have to make the choice that you're going to kind of go go through that anyway. That you're going to kind of push that that ch- you're going to challenge yourself in that way, um, and 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 set a new boundary and push a new boundary for yourself, and so. That's what I think I find a lot of people, particularly women, but people haven't, you know, had the opportunity or haven't given themselves the opportunity um, or haven't felt safe enough to give themselves the opportunity, I'll say that, to take that chance on themselves, to get take that risk, um, to kind of go and see see how it goes and, and not know what the outcome will be. Yeah. Um, so I think that is... If you boil it down to, to, to what does it mean? It's not about the shorts. It's about this agreement with yourself of like, no, I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to try this thing or do this thing that um, I feel is necessary and that I feel will serve me better than kind of hiding away.
0: I'm going to be 55 this year.
1: Well, happy birthday.
0: Thank you. And I'm just like, what's going Like, what? Like, things are just, and I'm like, that's just natural. Mm-hmm. It's just natural. Things are just softer. I can work out until the cows come home. I'm just softer. My arms are mushy right here at the elbow. Like that's, that's just, fine.
1: That's yeah, I mean. know. But And it's- and also normalizing that your body isn't going to stay the same way all the time, um, that there are different seasons. I was listening to uh, the Thigh, Save Lies podcast recently. We had uh, Brianna Battles, who is um, like a postpartum and pregnancy kind of um, expert. And she, you know, talked about the different seasons of life. And of course, pregnancy and, and postpartum is just a season um, for women. But that conversation, even if, you know, for someone who doesn't or is not planning on having children, I think is very important because it was like, your body is going to be different from the time when you think about when you were a teenager to, a you know, a young adult um, and going into your, your, older, your older senior years, your body is going to change to have the same standards and expectations for your body is unfair. It's unfair to you. It's unfair to your body. Um, it's hurtful. It's harmful to kind of hold yourself to the standard that you can't attain, whether it's because it's based on a Photoshopped photo or a body that was bought, which is just fine. But can we, you're not going to get that in the gym. <laughs> you know? If you got that on a table or, or something else, absolutely fine. But we can't, don't tell people that's because you're not, you know, eating and dieting correctly. Can I stress enough what you choose to do for yourself. And if you feel that that's the right choice and that helps you feel more at home in your body, then I love that. But where I have the problem is that there are people, influencers, fitness um, personalities, people who are out there that are not, that are advertising or making it seem as though they are making choices and having dedication in the gym and in the kitchen um, and are telling people and are selling this thing that they can you, if you only had the dedication, if you were only committed like I was committed, then you can have this too. And it's like, well, no, you've had these treatments or you've had this transfer. Um, and that's, that's where, where I have an issue. Um, and even just kind of aside from that is even when you know – um, I, you know the Kardashians come up a lot. They they are a staple in our society, and a lot of our they are a great example of our standards, our beauty you know beauty standards as a society. And so when we look that at you know those sisters and that family and and any of the celebrities that are out there, or many of the celebrities that are out there, um, you have them plastered everywhere, all over the place, um, where you know they're posting. These raw images, these natural looks, um, and we all kind of know we know that work is done. I mean, well, Kim said for years and years and years that she didn't have any work done, and we know that that it's, wasn't true. You just true. look at old pictures, and even right, and even though that we know that that is not true, that we look at the pictures, we know the pictures are edited. We know that the body, um, you know, is 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 been done through plastic surgery and and other things like that. Things that aren't necessarily accessible for everybody either, um, for most people, I should say. Um, when you know young people are shown that even even just knowing that when you're always exposed to that uh, that that's the norm and that's what you're supposed to look like it is just like this kind of subconscious sub- subliminal kind of messaging that that's that's the norm and so i think where you had highlighted earlier in this conversation of like you had started following more people and exposing yourself to different body types and surrounding yourself with different ideals and normalizing that for yourself. So you're seeing, um, you're seeing people, you know, live and do sports and move their bodies and all of these things that are happening, that are happening out there, um, that we don't get to see and kind of like someone had, um, you know, commented on a video, you know, that I should do some cardio and lose some weight. I'll feel a lot better. Um, <laughs> I don't cardio is cardio. I do a little bit of cardio. I'm not a marathon runner. Um, but there are marathon runners that are in plus size bodies, right? right. All they do yes. is like that's their bread and butter. So just like these denying that these people exist, and then kind of like again that that fake virtue sigla- signaling of like, oh, you'll just you'll just be better. You should. It's just for your health. But then when we have that conversation of like, okay, well, it's just for your health. Well, if this person is in this body doing all the right things, all the checking all the boxes that you would say that if you looked at them and said well they need to have a diet and exercise okay well, we're already doing that we already have that lifestyle and this is the body that i'm in and this is the body that i'm comfortable with, or this is where my body is comfortable when i give it the right things then what the people on the other side of the conversation kind of have, have a stopping point um and i think that's always very interesting um and you're so <laughs> and when right you, when you surround yourself and you normalize these different body types and the idea that you can be fit, you can live a healthy and sustainable life um, and that you can enjoy yourself in the body that you're in right now, regardless, like you could have a weight loss goal. You can still enjoy the body that you're in and not deny yourself these experiences and the cute clothes (laughs) that you like. (laughs) Um, You know what I mean? You You can do that now. You can love yourself and accept yourself where you're at while still wanting to improve. I think that's a difficult thing, the duality of that, but it's an important thing to know
0: it can fluctuate like on my inner thigh. Like there's a, you could grab like the kind of lumpiness. And I, when I, yesterday when I was wearing those short shorts, it for a minute, I was like, uh and I was like, nope, that's how my legs are. That's that. But it doesn't mean you're always content. Right. Cause I don't want to no. give the illusion that you're, cause society has fucked us up. I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> but that's like, but, but like the, the, just the idea that like, the shame that we have of like, Oh my, I'm not supposed, I can't show people that I don't have, you know, this very, I have varicose bands. I've always had varicose and spider bands. Like literally since I was a kid, I don't, I, I don't know. I just like popped into this world, um, in like an old body. I don't know. I've got like that. I'm an old soul. I have no idea, but anyway, so like, just as like the shame that we have around our body and then we have to hide it. And like, walking around like I was one of those girls that had a sweatshirt on in 90 degree weather because I didn't want to show my arms and like that's such a small thing but such a big thing just like to have yourself be that uncomfortable for a period of time and like how many of us are walking around doing that and then when you're walking around uncomfortable are you opening like you're just not having the best time and kind of like what that means so there's a lot of retraining of our brains and how we talk to and about ourselves. That's really important, um, which we didn't even get to, well, we're coming <laughs> <back>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's a start. It's a start. And, um, you know, I, I just tell people of like, try it, try it out, fake it till you make it one day. I bet you, you I promise you, you'll start, believing yourself <laughs> and in your start you know it's but no it is not we we still struggle we still have self-image issues we still have those days where like I am just not feeling it but I'm still going to it's not even that that's not even the most interesting about thing about me it's not But it's, it's just about like, you know what, I'm, I'm still going to kind of go out there and and, and face the world. And it's really kind of insignificant, you know what I mean? It helps us feel good to have that expression of ourselves, you know what I mean? Um, And that comes, you know, down to availability and not denying, like if you, if it comes in the size that fits you now, but you're buying the size that you want to be, well, that's a choice that you made, but why just get it in the size that fits you now? It's just a number.
0: Oh my gosh did a TikTok video recently where i was like just buy new pants don't keep a pants that's a size six and you're a size
1: 12 and be like i'm just buy new pants right buy new pants sorry this is arbitrary it's a number it's a number that d- doesn't make anything just buy new pants it's you know we're torturing ourselves over like these things and like if you uh there was i think we i wonder if we saw the same thing but i've seen there uh it's like you put on the clothes right if we're focused on like the lumps right we have right. this like this obsession with like I was unpacking, um, the meaning of the word flattering and like our literal obsession with like flatness and smoothness and not having curves or lumps. Right. And like what that means and like cellulite, right. We're obsessed with flatness and smoothness. Right. Aren't we? And so like when you put on a clothes, clothing that is too, um, tight for you, you see, it's going to push your body into a different shape or things that we, don't think are flattering. But if you put yourself in pants that fit you, you're gonna not really have that, you're not gonna see that. You're not gonna perseverate on that. While also trying to work on the fact that like it's okay to have shape in your body. Like that's like the thing that's floating around. But in the immediate time, put pants or a dress on your body that fits at the same time and at the reverse of a person who's covering up their body in like really bag baggy clothing well you don't get to see like I I like my shape I, I've always had an hourglass figure sometimes it's a larger hourglass sometimes it's a smaller hourglass but that's I just like my silhouette so when I'm hiding myself which I would do under these baggy clothes I'm like denying myself seeing the thing about myself that I like so if I put on a dress that I can see my silhouette and fits me nicely then I'm giving myself that like gratification I'm like oh that feels good because I look good and you know, maybe we can one day we cannot be so vain, but you know that matters. How we feel about our aesthetic does matter, and I think that's okay.
0: I think it's okay, so right.
1: all the way. But you know, put on the thing. Speaking of cute
0: clothes, hello! I love constantly varied gears stuff, and me too. it's all biased, shapes but and I sizes. Tell us about and how you got involved with them.
1: So, um, through the Fit Fam, um, I met Kelsey. Just kind of, um, she's the CFO, the CBO, excuse me of the company. I'm just kind of in the fitness community and, and kind of locally way back when, um, I think when I was first introduced to CVG, they weren't even making leggings yet. It was just kind of a t-shirt company and like local competitions and stuff like that. Um, and so we had met, you know, Kelsey and Rachel, I think I even met Mark, um, like years and years ago, um, and just kind of knew each other through that. And, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, Kelsey had reached out, had wanted to, she, you know, it was the, um, Confidences Borrowed project that she had been working on, and she, you know, said, "Hey, you know, you know, it's been a little while, um, but I'm working on this project, and I, I think that you would respond well to it." And I absolutely did. It was everything um that I was about. It 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 is really encompasses kind of what I am passionate about, and the fact that like people. Uh, it was also around the time that I started kind of re-entering. Um, and rediscovering my love of weightlifting and fitness and kind of getting back into it while also we were in the pantry of everything and things were shutting down and I had some time on my hands. Um, so I started creating and all this stuff kind of went hand in hand. Um, and you know, I think we've all gotten anybody that is vulnerable in posts like that will get kind of the question of like, why are you doing that? And one for me, <laughs> um, and number two, because I've had people say, Hey, like, you know, what? I never thought to try that or I always wanted to try that, but I thought it wasn't for me. Um, and I saw you doing that. And so I decided to go ahead and try it because I'd always wanted to try it. I've had people say like, Hey, you know what? Do you know, can you come with me? Can you come with me and be my friend the first time to try? I'm happy to do that. I've had people say, you know, weightlifting isn't my thing, but I've always wanted to do this other thing that I felt nervous to do. Um, and that's always been very much worth it for me. If one person has stepped out of their comfort zone and started to challenge themselves, and start accepting themselves and meeting themselves where they're at. That's that's worth it. That's all worth it. Um, all I can all, all I'm doing is sharing my experience, and and now you're kind of like taking charge and like setting this new path for yourself. I love that. Keep doing that. I'm going to keep doing that. Um, so I think we don't need permission to do these things. However, I find that we feel like we do. Right. And I think that's where like the normalizing and like the surrounding yourself with, with people that you want to see and things that you want to see in different uh, bodies and sizes really comes in because when you don't see it, you think it's not happening or you think it's not okay. But it is happening. It is more than okay. It's super freaking great here, you know, loving yourself and taking <laughs> chances and wearing what's comfortable and getting that cute outfit and all of these yeah. little things that all just come down to trusting yourself um, and, and feeling safe. in in your body, I think that's all really, um, really important and really, really cool thing that comes. Internet is a deep and dark place, but also a really beautiful place. And I think that's a really powerful thing that's kind of coming out of people sharing their experience like that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Powerlifting, by the way, was a word I couldn't think of at the Ah. beginning, because it's more, I mean, I was watching you. I mean, when I think of weightlifting, I think of like, you know, you got some barbells like and you're doing some, you know, barbells. you're doing you do some that? like, yeah, you know, bicep curls and, you know, tricep kickbacks or whatever. Powerlifting, squat,
1: deadlifts, uh, bench, that stuff. Love that. I'm a Olympic weightlifting. So snatch, clean and jerk. I do do deadlifts and squats and all of those things too. Um, So like putting it overhead, I think, you know, like snatch and clean and jerk. Ooh. day. Okay. Wow. Love it.
0: See, I look at that and that... I think maybe being in my 50s, just being honest, my joints aren't what they used to be. And I'm like, I feel like that thing would crush me. <laughs> I don't care how what size I am or how tall I am or whatever. Like it just did you ever get intimidated? I mean, all the
1: time, all the time, all of the time. I think it's also really important <laughs> to talk about both. When it comes to the weights and like trying the new thing, but also with wearing the outfit and having confidence is like there's this misconception um, that like I feel great all the time or that I love my body or that I don't feel insecure or that I don't get scared <laughs> with the things that I do, you know, day in and day out. And that's not true. I definitely struggle. I definitely get scared. I definitely get nervous. I definitely struggle with my self-image. And um, I definitely question that trust that I have in myself sometimes. Sometimes I feel infallible and I can take on the world. And sometimes I'm, you know, questioning every decision I've ever made. And I think that's important to acknowledge too, that progress is not linear and that you do get scared. But that's where that, those cool moments happen. Like you were scared to do something. You found a limit for yourself. You're noticing <laughs> this. It feels like a limit. This feels like you've got to push yourself. And then, you know, pushing through that. You can't kind of have that right. without without that struggle, without that experience. Right. And
0: and clearly, you you know, like how to do things so you're not going to like hurt your joints or or throw your back out. Because that's all when I see the weightlifting like that, I think, how is it not going to kill their knees or how? But obviously, you have to cross train, I'm guessing, right? And be strong in the right areas to be able to like talk to us about that.
1: Yes, I um I leave it to the professionals. (laughs) Uh, I absolutely leave it to the professionals. I have um, amazing coaches that do my programming for me. Um, And then I also do uh, some higher intensity training and things. Um, The uh, Constantly Varied Gear does offer daily programming and things like that. So I do work that into my training as well. Um, So I am a product of a lot of people that are smarter and more experienced (laughs) than me. Um, But I've been getting coaching and proper instruction um, for years. And so I encourage someone, you know, you don't just, you don't just go at it. That's not (laughs) the type of thing. And you start somewhere. Of course, I didn't start with you know, about, you know, hundreds of, you know, pounds on the bar. There's not hundreds. It's just like maybe the 100.
0: <laughs> so you were saying about constantly varied gear. They offer something for yes. workouts? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, we do leggings and sports bras and, you know, awesome, really good gear. And that so is, um, you know. Oh, oh, we love colors, but we, you know, if you're a black on black, subtle print girl, we got something for you. Um, but they also do, um, offer, you know, there's an ebook, which is like a 30 or 45 days of workouts, complete workouts. You can kind of, kind of buy and work your way through that. They also have daily programming kind of set up fully with warm up a complete full body workout and they have, you know, different cycles where we'll work on different things. We just started a pull-up cycle. Um, and previously we coming out of a gymnastic cycle. So it's a, well, it's a full rounded program that does, you know, do barbell, um, metabolic conditioning. Um, it does have some mobility and, you know, active recovery, rest day, all of that fun stuff. So it really is a complete package, um, which is great because I don't, you know, You could get hurt, but this is why we do these fitness things is that we don't get hurt and that as our body ages, you know, we can kind of keep up and do all of the functional things that your body needs to do, playing with your kids, playing with your grandkids, keeping up with, you know, I am at the age where I just have, I wake up and my back hurts. Uh, You know, (laughs) I've reached that point in life. We never thought we'd get there. We thought everybody is being dramatic about this whole aging thing. The truth is out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was so upset to find out that I'm like, are oh, you turned 30? And then, you know, they say like you turn 30 and it all starts like going downhill. Not that anything's going downhill. I am being dramatic in this moment. But thinking,
0: wait, how old are you? Because you look really young.
1: I get that a lot. I'm, I will never tell. It is a secret. But I am above thirty, and um, I am at the point where like I just have back pain. But that that's part of the reason that we do this stuff is like to keep my body strong, to keep my joints in good condition, um, and because I love it and it feels good. And like I said, I find value, I find beauty in in the strength and being and challenging myself of like being scared to do that thing and like oh I effing crushed that I don't know if I can swear so I'm yeah, trying really no, hard not great. to <laughs> yeah that's great I love it God, um, but cool. yeah I, I leave it up to the professionals you know <laughs> there's, don't go into it without you know without knowing what you're doing um because you could get hurt and what your goals are or what you're trying to accomplish um is going to look different you know how you get there is going to look different so I think it's really important that you've got someone who knows what they're doing kind of guiding you on that journey um and i have been so very thankful to know so many um really great trainers um and my coaches right now are amazing and obviously um the coaches that we have at CBG are amazing so you know if you're if you're looking to start somewhere i know a guy
0: <laughs> No, i'm so glad you said that because i'm there might be people listening who no matter what size body they're in, they mm-hmm. might have had my experience where they were super skinny and uncoordinated and felt insecure. They might have been overweight. Well, you know, overweight. They might have been fat. They might have mm-hmm. or whatever the situation is. Or they just may have not exercised in years and they want to get started again. And they need some guidance. Absolutely. Cause it can be intimidating. I mean, I oh, people always sure. say, well, just walk. Right. And that's great. I mean, I think walking, but it is a great way to start in my opinion, you know, or get in a pool, run around. I mean, do something low impact if you have joint issues, whatever it is, but what would you say?
1: What would I say to like someone who's getting, wanting to get into fitness? I think, I think what's important to note is that, um, that there, what you enjoy, like I enjoy weightlifting. Someone else enjoys running. So you enjoyed swimming, that there is some sort of activity. Um, I think it's important to note that that might not be a sport per se. But there is some sort of activity that you can do that you can find some joy and pleasure in that can also, you know, serve the function of moving your body and, and keeping it in good condition. Um I think that is very important to acknowledge. You shouldn't be doing something. If you're dreading your workouts all of the time, you know, look at that, sit with that, notice that. Why? Why is it so, so aversive? Because then you're not going to make any kind of valuable progress if you're just like going through the motions and, and really hating that time you shouldn't hate moving your body you know maybe it's dancing maybe it's swimming um but i think what's important and one of the another one of the reasons that i love on um, being part of this company is the idea and i talk to many women women in particular um where I'm um, kind of I'm hearing this from your experience a little bit, right, where you maybe wanted to do this thing, but for whatever reason, didn't feel safe or welcome to explore that in that space. And I think that is it's gatekeeping, right? That's what it is. We're gatekeeping um, everything these days, um, but gatekeeping that experience. um So having an environment, having a trainer, having a coach, um having a community of people who are open to giving you the the like hey i don't really know what i'm doing i'm just walking into this i'm feeling it out i might be bad at it i'm not even sure if i like it <laughs> you know <laughs> um but all of that matters to your experience and, and having the community and, and the people around you to kind of support you through that journey is really important so um you know find your people find your thing um but do it. That is, you know, if I have to, if I have to boil it down to like do it, whatever it is, and you might have to go through a couple of things. You know, what? I really think that I might be into, you know, weightlifting or CrossFit or something, you get into it and you're like, actually, no, this isn't it. <laughs> you know, try on trying a couple different shoes, um, yeah, but find I think it. so too.
0: And I also think that there's certain activities that kind of have like an elitist thing to them, like Pilates. I love Pilates. I love it. And I'd hate for someone to feel like, well, I can't do that because that's for certain type of, that's for, you know, skinny white women, um, <laughs> you know, because that's what you see, right? Mm-hmm. And so we need to get that representation going.
1: It is important to acknowledge, um, like you said, that that, that kind of gatekeeping keep of people thinking, well, that's not for me. Um, and if... <sighs> If you want to be in that space and there's space like, yeah, there there is. I think there's room. If you're a person who wants to do Pilates, I can understand why you there you have to kind of like use your elbows to like maybe make room in some space. Um, I think that is is very common. Um what I can speak to, I think, and is a question I come that comes up a little bit in certain circles or with certain trainers or being in a larger body or um is you know, not knowing how to scale or break down um, a movement kind of a thing past a certain point or what to do with a person in a larger body. And I think you said something that was so important of like, if you're in a space, whatever space you're in, and you're feeling like you're not comfortable, you're feeling it's not welcome for you, um, but it's a space that you want to be in. I think that's also part of like this, the larger conversation of wearing the damn shorts is that once you are comfortable to make those small decisions for yourself, you wouldn't have the confidence and the trust in yourself to say, "Hey, I want to keep coming here, but it's not serving me. How can we have a conversation? How can we kind of find some middle ground? Um, whether it's you know people being unwelcoming or people being rude, um, or hey, you know what i need I need some scaling options. I need something. You know, you've put this a bar muscle up on the board, but I don't have a bar muscle up. What? How do I do that? And how can I access that information? And making sure that the the community the space that's serving you has has room for that um but i think that is that's part of the the whole thing right is it, like having the the ability to trust yourself and to to set essentially set that boundary and say hey like i'm i'm not getting what i need here can um but i i feel like we can find some middle ground
0: yeah and if there's like you know back. if there's clear microaggressions around your race or your size then mm-hmm. find another place
1: yeah for sure Absolutely. Absolutely, I think everything is a is an individual basis. But any time, for whatever reason, that you're not feeling safe, like there's there's times. I think any anybody who has grown up in a um a body, whether it's a fat body and you've been get- kept or not felt welcome in fit spaces, or you're a person of color and have has not felt safe in in any space, um, you've kind of had you've had that experience. You've grown up with that experience, um, and you have the judgment to say like, is this something where I'm like a eh, it's just an individual, or I'm gonna call this out, or you know what have you or you just get out. But I think a lot of times, at least in the fitness community, of like the gatekeeping that we need to tackle and like setting that boundary of like, you know, this you may not be used to having someone of this body type or seeing this, you know, someone at this level in this space. But I still deserve to be here. I still deserve to start. I still deserve to learn. Um, and sometimes even just being a beginner at something is is um, can be a challenge. Or you know, we've we've seen in fitness spaces. Uh, you know, people gatekeeping, we've seen it in, 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 every space of like, you don't know enough about this thing. you are like, okay, well I, I want to know more. So make room for me. So I think that is, you know, that's, that's what we, you know, need to do. Um, but that's part of what I am passionate about is like, say, you know, no, there, there is space out there for you. And I think also in the internet, And this experience of like more, most people are more bold on the internet than they would be in person. I've had more people say rude things to me in the comment section than I've had rude people walk up to me. It's not to say that it never happens, but I think people have this like worry that like that that there is just going to be this like very visceral, this very um, noticeable reaction and most of the time that's really just not true most people are really worried about themselves and ultimately if that's the worst thing that like somebody is sticking their nose in where it doesn't belong and telling you that you shouldn't be wearing that or shouldn't be doing this or look at this person that is like a really big them problem like that's weird man like that is weird that you're concerned with that and so you should really just like that is really a reflection of them um and you just kind of got to like keep your head up and keep Keep going with it, and that that is so rare. It is so rare for someone to really like come out there um, and, and be directly rude to you. But it's like it's not your problem. You know what I mean? It just like like I said, it kind of goes back to that. Like, of am I going to the agreement you make yourself? Like, am I going to let this keep me from doing what I want to do? What I think is going to be better for me?
0: Absolutely. You know, I want to mention that the hashtag Wear the Damn Shorts has three point one million views on oh, TikTok. Cool. Uh, I got to make a video for that. I mean, it's just—it's so incredible. And I'm telling you, I—I've been so inspired. Uh, I love Lizzo. Number one, <laughs> I love her music because I kind of old school to me. Which I my my favorite music is like 70s and disco and funk and stuff. And so I watched Lizzo's Big Girls. It was a reality show where mm-hmm. she was looking for big girl dancers. And I was watching with my daughter. And I'm not throwing my daughter under the bus, but she's very slim. And she's like, I could see she's kind of, she goes, mom, I'm not used to seeing bodies like that. It's kind of like, wow, they're really, that's a lot of cellulite. That's really big. I go, yeah, I know. It's called, it's called normal, hon. Sit your ass down. We're watching this, you know? And she wasn't being mean. She was just mm-hmm. being honest, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is different. And I think that's why that show is so important. people, I think, I, I think it was on prime. It was on prime. It's fun. I've seen clips. They were just so, it was so inspiring. The whole thing. It was yeah. So beautiful. But, you know, like it's it's
1: that's a great highlight of being exposed right to the first time to these black and brown and plus bodies that move. And these women that are all very capable, very capable dancers, really talented people that are you know, like you said, we don't see that. And so, and even Lizzo, even Lizzo in, in and of herself of like, she's extremely active. Her performances are very physical. She's dancing. She's extremely talented. That takes a lot of rigor to put on a performance like that. Um, you know, the preparation, everything that goes into that. And people will really still, you know, have comments about what she needs to be looking like or how dare she. This, It's just this, um, what always kind of comes back to, what I see very often is this like this person is existing in a fat body and a plus size body. And I think also allowing that we can say fat and it's not bad how a person feels about identifying that way or being called or referenced that way is their own business. Me. I do not think that is a bad word. Um, I have fat on my body. I am fat. I, 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 you know, that's not a bad thing to me. I want to kind of take away a little bit of that power. Um, and also like, yes, I have cellulite. My thighs move certain things, look a certain way my skin has texture and ripples when i'm moving or flying through the air or moving around a barbell um and normalizing that seeing that knowing that that's okay knowing that that's what your body is actually supposed to look like or i don't want to say supposed to look like different bodies look different ways when they are in motion soft bodies move in motion and have texture and folds and things that we've deemed as you know unacceptable or not okay but they're, they're there and they're not indicative of, we kind of go back to like, well, it's their health. It's not indicative of health. That's how my body sits. Um, I, I, my weight does fluctuate. I am a person that has softer skin on my, on my body. Um, and, and I live in, in different sizes. So that's just always going to be a reality of me. No matter how much cardio I'm doing, people, (laughs) (laughs) random random guy, um, But just, like, seeing that and having that, having that be part of the show, having that more on TV, um, even maybe, like, not having that be a special on, like, Lizzo, Lizzo the big girl with the big girl dancers of, like, oh, maybe we can just start accepting dancers and performers and people that are the best performers, not because they have a certain body type and can do the moves. You know what I mean? So I think that um, really cool show. I think it was just, like, a fun um, and interesting thing. But like you said, it is that – It's representation and I I can't believe that's the first time I think this word has come up out of my mouth in this entire (laughs) meeting because that's really what it's it's about is like seeing that there are people that look like you that are doing these things and like I said, you don't need anybody's permission to start doing these things. But it kind of feels like you do. So, like, now that you, like, know that there is a door there, you can open it. You can walk through it. And I think that's what this does. And I think that's what's so powerful about Lizzo being in that position. I think that's what's so powerful about that show. That's what I think is so powerful about, you know, having plus-size athletes being shown and represented. Like, we know that there's plus-size Olympians. We know that. (laughs) <laughs> we know that there are different body types and um of professional athletes. We know that. Um and then even on a, I'm a very regular person. Um and I think that is why I'm so cool. I'm not special. I'm not elite. I am just doing this cuz I enjoy it and that means that you can too. It's very attainable. Um you know what I mean? So like go go like I said go out and try that. Try that thing. So, you know, that's what I I hope to accomplish by just being out here and existing and sharing my experience is that somebody realizes that there's a door that they can walk through and an opportunity to try.
0: First of all, you're amazing. And I, just, <laughs> I want you to be my new best friend. We'll talk after this I get show. that
1: a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> lots <of> best friends.
0: <laughs> it, I'm so excited. I hope you'll come back. <laughs> hashtag wear the damn shorts put your shorts on people yes put your shorts on Where, my butt literally right. looks when I walk it looks like someone shoved two pillows back there like mm-hmm. you know the top of the butt like I, I have a like a the little short shorts yeah and I have like a table like you can almost put a glass on the top part of <laughs> okay, my butt okay okay I love it though right From being <laughs> this like, skinny odd girl to being like full figured I'm I'm in love but Listen, put on the shorts and check out Constantly Varied Gear. What is our website?
1: ConstantlyVariedGear.com. We are on Instagram at ConstantlyVariedGear. And we also have our fitness page, CVG underscore fitness on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. We're also on YouTube. We are everywhere. Um, And I am just one of a fantastic part of a larger team. Um, Check us out. We're cool. I think we're funny. I think we uh, have a positive message. Um, You know, check us out. There's always room for more friends, um, Lisa. I'm so excited to um, you know have here and, be, and talk with you and uh, be on this, and um, I, I, I hope we get to talk more because there's there's so much. We don't have time. We don't have time I for. To, all. I want you
0: to do like a regular monthly segment, but we'll talk about that.
1: <laughs> um, now, do you have a website for your stuff? I don't. Or what's I don't. your TikTok? Um, my TikTok is Honey Boom uh, Ten Fifteen. Same on Instagram. Um, I. I post about my workouts. I am out here. I'm just trying to, you know, show that there is room for joy, that there is room um, for experiences. Um, I'm not an expert on anything. This is just my experience. This is what I've known, um, you know, in my life. And this is what I've come to see is working for me. And this is what I've learned through speaking with other people um, about their experiences and what they're feeling and thinking. Um, And I think that there's, a lot to unpack for all of us it is and it's it's very complicated it's very complicated you know we get that question of like how do i get this confidence of like it's you can just go and pick it up um you kind of can but like you gotta like learn how to hold it and you know so i think it's it's a really important thing to connect with people about so i'm i'm very excited to do that
0: val i can't wait Thank for you, you to so come back, back. I would I'm love to excited hear. to have you come over and swim. We're both in Massachusetts, <laughs> so we got to figure this out. I don't even sure. know if you like to swim, but I just want you I'm to come a, over. I'm and... a
1: New Englander. I grew up in the ocean. I am. I still ride the waves when you see me at Woo-hoo. the beach, Like, who is that grown adult like playing in the sand? And like, it's me. It's me. I, you know, I am well, in the waves. I'll join you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that sounds awesome, everybody. <laughs> this conversation. I mean, I just it's everything please follow (laughs) go and and follow valerie scott go check out their wonderful constantly varied gear go put on the shorts and and take a picture it's hashtag wear the damn Shorts. take the picture take the picture post post the picture follow me on tiktok at lisa davis mph also on instagram and twitter and keep coming back to health power